Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor of the Tenkar's Tavern Blog. Uh, today, we have some voicemails. Actually, two. Two, you say? Yes, two. Jim Yoder left us two voicemails because, uh, and for those that don't know, for using the Anchor app and leaving a voicemail, or the website, whatever. But if you're leaving a voicemail via Anchor, you're limited to like 59 or 60 seconds. So, Jim wanted to follow up on the uh, education literacy in uh, your financial role-playing campaigns, which is an episode from a couple of days ago. So, uh, let's hear from Jim. Hey, Eric. This is uh, Jim from uh, Random Encounters in the Library. I just finished listening to your two episodes about literacy in uh, fantasy settings. Um, and so I started thinking uh, I should, you know, if I do a setting or whatever, I should try to, you know, fit in a uh, new school or something. But then after a bit of that, uh, I do a lot of uh, role-playing thinking at work. So, you know. And uh, I realized the church... Because I know in the past, um, like in rural areas, they'd have, um, they'd travel around to different uh, houses or roads or whatever and um, have uh, prayer meetings and stuff. Hold on, I'll have to pull Jackson. Because they wanted to spread the word, um, they'd go out and they'd have uh, church um, they'd hold it at different people's houses, and then they'd also um, try to, in a, a desire to spread the gospel, um, you know, they want to teach people how to read, at least basically. Um, and then in the town proper, they'd have the actual church where they go to. It would be like a community uh, congregation, meeting place, whatever. So it would be a church, it would be like a town hall, kind of. But, yeah, I mean, it's not in any specific role-playing game setting. But it would be easy to flip it um, so that, oh yeah, there's the school's been there the whole time. Uh, keep up good work, take care, bye. Jim, using the church to uh, fulfill the literacy uh, background? Is certainly a good idea. I do like it. But I like it even more because that means that what the church teaches is going to be uh, literacy that the church needs. You're going to certainly learn how to read the scripture, but it doesn't mean the scripture is in the common tongue. All right? For the longest time, Catholic masses were said in the Latin language. They weren't said in the native tongue of the worshippers until, I guess, the 60s. So now, what does that mean? It means that the church certainly has an interest in having its worshippers read the Holy Scripture, but not necessarily having them read and understand the... Uh, I don't know, the postings on the tavern wall where people are looking for jobs or 
or whatnot or, you know, pamphlets that are being put out that might be radical. And also, there's a lot of these towns, there might be more than one church. And that there is maybe teaching uh, people how to read common might be a way to gather worshipers. Hmm. There's a little bit of a plot hook there, I, I do be thinking. Something to think about. All right, so what I wanted to talk about, and uh, we, uh, we, I, I posted about this on, uh, on the blog earlier today. They are, it's not a reprint, it's a rewrite or it's a director's cut of The Enemy Within. That is the campaign from Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, first edition. It was a rocking campaign. I think that we got as far as Death on the Reich before the party imploded and killed itself. Uh, although, hmm, yeah, I think that's as far as we got. So now, for Warhammer 4E, Cubicle 7 is representing these as a director's cut, updated for 4E, and it's a 10-book series. Now, it's, it's volumes 1 through 5, but volume 1 is two books. It is the actual campaign book, and then it's uh, a support book. Okay, so you get your your first copy of... Uh, you know, enemy in, the, enemy in Shadows, and then you get the Enemy in Shadows Companion. All right. So, how much are these books going to be? The books are going to be $150 per set, which means your first part of the series is $150, $75 per book. It comes with that little, uh, what do you call it, when you put two books into one holder thingy. Um, ha I'm I'm having uh, one of those like senior moments slipcase. There we go. So it's gonna it's gonna have uh, a slipcase. So it's one hundred and fifty dollars, and not taking pre-orders yet, but they are taking pre-orders on the collector's edition. The collector's edition is pre-ordering all five books. Sorry, all ten books, all five parts of the campaign. The Enemy Within Collector's Edition, Volumes 1 through 5, the complete collection, pre-order price, $749.95. Now, you've heard my wife, Rach, in the background, or I heard her at least go, Jesus Christ. And that's what I said to her when I picked her up from yoga today. And uh, she told me she paid $80 for uh, a yoga class. When, when the going rate, she was how much, Rach? $20 per hour. $20 per hour. Um, this was an, well, an hour and a half. Uh huh. An hour and a half. All right, all right. So it's so it's twenty two dollars for an hour and a half, and yeah, no, you hear this right? It's eighty dollars because it's a she she studio. Uh, and the classes are done by famous people in the yoga community. If you are a role player, especially a fantasy role player, 
Enemy Within is probably the ultimate fantasy campaign. It is one that people talk about 30 years later. I know my gaming group does. My old game. Did you hear this in the background? It's not like we're getting it. Oh, it sounds like we're getting it. Well, I already joked on the blog side, Rage, that I'd have I'd have to run a GoFundMe, and somebody uh, was nice enough to say I'd, I'd had I would gladly give to that GoFundMe, but I'd have to fund my own per fund my own purchase first. Okay, so that's just saying, just saying now, seven hundred and fifty fucking dollars. Okay, I choked on it when I saw that. I would have if I did that, I literally would have to tell myself. I better be running this fucking game with my next uh, online group. This better be the the ultimate RPG. I'm gonna, you know, take some steps away from Sword of Wizardry for a bit, maybe sort of, because seven hundred fifty dollars is it's not just a purchase. That's a fucking investment. You better be doing something with it. So why would you not instead buy it by by volume? You know, it's the same same cost, same same thing. The collector's edition. Well, the collector's edition will give you the PDF of each volume as it is ready. Normally, with Cubicle Seven, they'll give you that PDF. They give it to you when the items ship. In this case, once it's laid out, once it's done, you'll get a chance to read it. So I guess that means that you'd never have to actually open up your physical copies. And they can stay pristine and collectible. Is that what they're trying to say? But not only that, if you do the collector's edition, uh, they have developer diaries. And here's what they are. If you buy the complete the Enemy Within Slipcase collector's edition, we will send you regular developer diaries. These are emailed updates from Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay producer Andy Law detailing the progress of the new version of the campaign, including exclusive art previews, developer and artist interviews, Production commentaries, amusing asides, and much more. A unique insight into exactly what is included in the director's cut of the enemy within and why, which is really interesting. However, I think that would be more valuable to do um, up front to get people to pre order as opposed to, hey, we're going to give you this cool stuff if you pre order, but it's cool stuff that you're going to get in the books pretty much anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I I don't know. It is uh, certainly uh, damn tempting. You know, uh, I I I feel like uh, I, I'm out there in the desert, and uh, uh, Satan himself is tempting me. It's like you want it. You know, you want it. You know, you want it. And uh, it is a great campaign. I, the original was fucking awesome. And PDF would mean that I wouldn't have to cut up my stuff to give out the players' hand, handouts because the player handouts are little tchotchkes that they got to actually read and hold it is pretty much uh, another reason why this was as awesome as it was. I'm going to think on it. This is not something that I can make spur of the moment. Who, who knows? You know? Maybe at North Texas, I'll uh, suddenly uh, be bequeathed uh, uh, a $750 gift package of cash. Got it. Ain't happening. But you never know, right? 
But uh, yeah, not cheap, but certainly, certainly going to be good. All right, folks, on that note, I'm going to bid the adieu tomorrow, 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 which is going to be May 31st. It will be the 10th anniversary of the 10 Cars Tavern blog. I mean, theoretically, it, I, I did a holder post the year before, but I don't count that. If you don't post in a year, you weren't fucking posting. But uh, yes, the Tavern launched 10 years ago, May 31st, 2009. So for any of you who have been around since the beginning or nearly so, I can't thank you enough. You know, I do this because I enjoy doing it, whether it's a blog, whether it's a podcast, but uh, having people out there that appreciate what I do, I look forward to it. Nothing holds a candle to that. That is um, a currency that can't be traded for, uh, that can't be coerced, and it can't be stolen, and it's priceless. So again, thank you all. All right. God bless, be safe, roll those dice well, and I will talk with you all tomorrow. Mm-hmm.